Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Aiden O'Loughlin. I'm delighted to have him on the show. Uh, his assignment was about connection with others, uh, which I think we would all agree is an especially important topic at this current moment in time. Um, very important to find ways to connect when you're not able to hug anybody. Don't you miss hugs? Ah, oh, God, I miss hugs. I'm going to hug all of you. I'm going to find all of you listeners, and I'm going to hug all of you once this is all over. Um, if you want to follow Aiden on things, you can follow him at social on social media at Aiders. I believe that I'm saying that as it would be pronounced, um, and it's got a Z at the end. You can just search his name. Do whatever your heart tells you to do. Uh, if you want to support this podcast in general, uh, you can like it, subscribe it, rate it, uh, leave us a nice little review. We would love to read that. I would love to hear words from a human person right now. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow me on things, uh, you can follow me at, at Hamiltrace. Um, and uh, just be good to yourselves, guys. Smile at a stranger today uh, from a safe distance of a minimum of six feet. Um, you know... Be good to yourself and others, uh, as is always kind of the motto of this podcast. Uh, please enjoy this conversation with Aiden O'Loughlin. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going okay. Can you hear me all right? Uh, yes, I can. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Oh, I, I Aiden O'Loughlin. Hi, folks. <laughs> Tracy uh, Hamilton, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, We start with an honest how are you. Uh, So... How are you? <laughs> um, you know what? Today is pretty good, actually. Um, it's gorgeous outside, and I have a dog in quarantine with me, so I'm able to me too. go for a nice walk. <laughs> yeah. Man, How's I've never been in? so grateful for my pet. She's good. She's oh, good. Okay. She's here behind me. She's confused about what I'm doing right now and why I have her trapped in my little office room, but she's doing good. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, Man. I see. Uh, I would say good. I mean, close quarters, sometimes I have a roommate, and sometimes I'm like, I need more than six yeah. feet of space. I understand that. <laughs> but, yeah, but what, an, really what an interesting complain. time to have roommates, huh? Interesting oh, God, time. I know. How are you earnestly doing? Uh, I am doing okay. Uh, today is good. It seems like every day is its own year, you know? Yep, sure is. Mm-hmm. I've oh, definitely uh, it also been a roller goes coaster. so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be, but, like, the day feels like it lasts forever, but then I'm like, it's 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today is good. I'm just, uh here talking to you which is good and i'm just oh God, hanging out in my office looking out the window watching clouds go by <laughs> and it's a good cloud day too for once i remember so right before everything like got crazy i was in california so it was like blue skies every day and then when i was flying home the like quarantine like covid mm -hmm. situation really like kicked off and um, as I was, like, landing, the like, we flew through, like, the clouds into, like, more clouds. Like, just, like, gray sky. <laughs> it was insane. So it's nice to have, like, a bit of a break from, like, the winter gloom. Yeah. How have you been doing in general during this time? Um, at first I was complaining a little bit and then I had like a reality check from my mom who was like, you have somewhere to live, you have groceries, you are still working, like you need to grow up. <laughs> like, I feel like right. that's a, a big thing right now is like 
this is weirdly like an excellent opportunity for people to practice gratitude for what they do have. Um, Like if, if you have a place where you can be like you have shelter, that's something that you should be acutely grateful for at this moment. Um, Being able to have food. If you still have a job that you still have some kind of income. uh, Those are all huge things right now. Yeah, and it's, like, kind of been, like you were saying, like, a good time to, like, practice gratitude and just, like, realize different things that I've been taking for granted. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of us are going to come out of this with a new appreciation for the little things, that's for sure. Oh, my God, I know. And, like, even, like, I, I think as, like, comedians, we also take for granted, like, how social we get to be and, like, how often yeah. we get to see our friends because as much as we're like working and we're showing up to like do a job and perform and like work on, you know, our act, it's also like bare minimum that lineup, you know, like you're hanging out with like five of your friends. You're like, it's like, yeah. you haven't it's seen social five. Yeah. And like, it's been such like a drawback from that. So having the time to like, I literally went through a phase when it was like really sinking in. Cause I, because I flew, I was like, fully self-quarantining and like wasn't really able to like go anywhere or like really see anyone at all so whenever I would like Skype with somebody or have a Zoom meeting or a phone call I would like literally cry after yeah would you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert an extrovert for sure yeah oh you poor thing I've been thinking about you so much (laughs) I think This has been so hard for extroverts. <laughs> it's, like, so much time. And, like, I've talked about this, like, uh, before in, like, therapy. And when we did the, like, live show, I really don't like spending time by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is, like, an extreme measure of spending time by yourself. Yeah, no kidding. I'm very grateful to be an introvert and to not have <laughs> as big of a need <laughs> to have interactions with people every day I mean obviously this is still lonely and like boy I miss hugs do I yeah, ever miss hugs oh God. when this is all <laughs> over I'm gonna hug the shit out of everybody <laughs> yeah oh my God, I don't care I if I don't know you we're hugging yeah oh, <laughs> that's so nice it's so true mm-hmm. I find myself I'm a like, little jealous me... of people who are quarantined with their partners right now <laughs> Oh my god, of course. Right. Like it's like <laughs> I'm like, I hope you appreciate what you have. <laughs> like you better not be yeah. spending this time fighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about that a lot actually. This must be having such an impact on people's intimate relationships, like uh whatever the situation is, you know? Like uh people who are quarantined with their partners, that's a whole new experience for the relationship. Um, people who are in new relationships, this has probably accelerated the relationship quite a bit. Um, yeah. Couples who couples who just moved in together. <laughs> like, <laughs> can oh you imagine God. all all of the couples who like got a place together on March first? I like because imagine like there's always like that gross period of like oh there's this like little annoying thing that you do where like oh we'll have to like talk mm-hmm. about like. You know, my pet peeve is um, like, yeah, like make sure you lock the door when you leave the apartment. And, like, someone mm-hmm. who doesn't do that, but they're, like, all compounded so fast. Yes. Like, you already have to deal with those, like, little roommate things that you have to clarify in the relationship yeah. after moving in with somebody. And, uh, man, if anybody listening is in a new relationship or has just moved in with a partner, we feel for you, me and Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Should I know, and, like, even, like, roommate time. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, your category was connection with others, um, which we're doing a couple kind of back-to-back ones on that topic because I feel like that's really important right now. Um, so yeah. <laughs> is finding a way to connect despite the distance and despite that isolation. So the assignment that yeah. I gave you was that you had to start every day by uh, filling in your answer to the following prompt, which was, Today, I will make blank stay better by blank. Uh, so you had to yeah. make an, set an intention at the beginning of each day to make somebody specific's day better. 
Uh, so how did that go? Yeah. So I had a really hard time with it at first because the way I had like kind of interpreted the question was like, you have to make somebody's day essentially, which is so hard to do when you're in quarantine. (laughs) So like, I think I started out with like trying to like have like gestures or like have these like bigger things. And then as like the week kind of progressed, I was like, this isn't sustainable. Like I need to like pick a more um like realistic way like I reread the question and I was like oh like I don't have to make some of it I just have to make it a little bit better mm-hmm. which I thought was like really funny because at first I was like like I would like be on the phone with my mom I'd be like did this make your day <laughs> she's like no <laughs> I was like this is nice sure but <laughs> I'm looking forward to dinner more than this conversation <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to be the highlight of the day. You just have to make an improvement to the day. Exactly. So, um, and this also kind of helped me as well because I've been finding it hard, and I think other people, based on, like, what I've seen on Facebook, have been experiencing this as well. Um, I've been finding it hard to sit down with my journal, which I usually do, like, three or four times a week anyways. And because Mm -hmm. there's been no comedy anywhere, I haven't been, like, writing my journal working on jokes. And because I haven't been going out and having any, like, experiences, per se, or, like, going anywhere or doing anything. Yeah, there's, like, nothing to report. Yeah, like, I'm, like, do I just transcribe, like, a FaceTime conversation I had today? Like, (laughs) there's no real point in it. So this, like, kind of helped me. It was kind of, like, the the artist way of, like, starting just, like, with an intention with the journal, which was really helpful. So for my first day, I wanted to send someone flowers. And this is still kind of like early days before like all of the like, it was only essential yeah, before businesses. Before got totally locked down, yeah. Yeah, so I sent flowers the first day and then like the news kept getting more serious. And then as people were kind of spreading more information of like, anything that comes to your house should be wiped down. I was like, okay, maybe that was an irresponsible mm-hmm. guest. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who'd you send flowers to? I sent them to my mom because I know that she That's nice. them. Shout out to Amy's yeah. mom. Yeah, so sweet. And then, yeah, so and we talked on the phone after and she was like grateful and kind of caught up. And um, she's been able to work as well and she's been working remotely, which is a nice like kind of okay. catch up to make sure I, my fam's okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next day I was talking to a friend of mine um my friend Morgan has a cookie company that she like delivers and um she was kind of like putting everything on hold as like everything uh kind of unfolds and she was figuring out like what's an essential service like what's still allowed how much worse is this going to get because she makes these like cookies that are really good her company is called girl gang goodies and they're like mm-hmm. you can order like different numbers of cookies and send them and she has like really cute packaging and she puts like a lot of thought and care into it and I know that like she's worked for a couple of like different companies before like bigger like she worked at the bay head office and um she's worked at starbucks canada and I think that she had really wanted to move towards starting her own business and I think that this mm-hmm. time has been so hard for so many small businesses yes. so um, I decided I was like I don't know who I'm going to give these to or if it's okay to deliver cookies right now but I'm going to be supportive of her business by um, buying gift cards for later oh that that's a good idea and the, like that is a way that you can support places right now is yeah. like maybe and you can't give them your business right now, but you can give them future business later and something like some kind of income right now to keep them afloat. Totally. And the like, I think that a lot of people can kind of sympathize that like the problem isn't going to be cash flow later. The problem is cash flow now. And like, mm-hmm. obviously, if she's really lucky, she has a partner and he's still working. So it's not like desperate times, desperate measures. But mm-hmm. I think that every little bit helps. And you kind of, I mean, I know I would feel very dependent on my partner right now financially especially and like I think there's a little bit of like guilt and shame that comes along with that oh totally and like it it changes the dynamic a bit and and complicates things 
even if it's totally. even if your partner isn't resentful of that or anything, it's still uh, awkward. You know, it's a it's an adjustment. Yeah. You just I don't know, I feel like you feel like a guest in your own home kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want anyone to feel that way. So I wanted to support her in that. Everybody support Girl and, Gang Goodies. Oh my god, it's such a cute business and the like origin story like if you wanna laugh, like the origin story is really funny of like this like cookie recipe that like came from like her dad's like ex-girlfriend from like forever and ever and ever ago was like the base recipe mm-hmm. and then her and her mom have like worked on this recipe over the years and like changed it and fine-tuned it to, so it became like a family recipe it's really cute it is cute yeah all right what else um, would you do to bright people's day okay so another thing I like kind of this one I didn't I have my journal ended up changing throughout the day because I was I like kind of was like I don't know how like feasible my idea is going to be so I ended up um I did like an Instagram story where it was like a breakdown of like a people's astrological sign and then Mm -hmm. each sign was like uh had like a corresponding like thing for it so it would be like if you're an Aries I would tell you something that like I want I would thank you for something if you're a Taurus, I would tell you something that I like about you. Um, if you're a Cancer, I'd tell you my favorite thing about you. If you're a Leo, I would tell you, like, it would be, like, a to be honest, like, yeah. thing. So they're all, like, <laughs> just, like, different forms of, like, compliments. And, like, I didn't expect it to be as, like, successful as it was because I find that those, like, for me and Instagram, like, when those, like, question things happen, they only do so well. And um, a lot of people, I guess, like, as they kind of saw the, like, compliments that I would give to other people, they'd be like, well, I kind of want to know, like, what that thing is for me. And so it ended up, like, so many people ended up (laughs) replying. So I hope that was, like, a a nice moment for, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things, especially now that, like, even the simple things. Of course. All the little stuff counts a lot right now. I'm a Virgo. What were you doing for Virgos? Virgo was... Um. Oh, first impression of you. What was your first impression of me? I'm trying to think when I fully met you for the first time. I want to say it was at Comedy Bar. Oh, we would have been, I think that we were on um So Fresh and So Clean together for the first time when I fully saw you, I want yes. to say. Yes. And um, I remember thinking, because we sat at the back table and we were like, chatting and I remember thinking you were really sweet and kind and thoughtful and a little bit shy so I got the like introverted vibes but mm-hmm. um but very like overall my like takeaway was that you were very nice that's sweet thank you and so funny after seeing you perform I know that that's also important, <laughs> important. <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> also <laughs> of course yeah it was really fun it took a lot of uh it took a lot of time. I would like do it in waves. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because sometimes it takes like a minute to think of, you know, all those things. Although my favorite was um, cyberbullying Kyle Patton through Jack do? replied. <laughs> so Jack, his roommate Jack replied being like, oh, like what's the thing you, his was um, something I've always wanted to tell him, I think. And I was like, mm-hmm. you're, like, the top roommate in your, like, group of roommates. And Kyle, like, replied, like, what the hell? <laughs> that was fun. What else did you get up to this week? Okay. Other things I got up to, I want to say, what day am I on? Um, oh, yeah, here I am. So then that was Wednesday. And then on Thursday, um, I did like a walk and talk with like a friend of mine on the phone. And I think that she has been having like a lot of anxiety being stuck at home all the time. Mm-hmm. So we had like an hour long phone call. Um, and just like we debriefed on like other stuff that was like outside of quarantine. That so is kind of, like, such a, a gift. Such a gift. Yeah. It It is so hard to find a conversation that is not about this right now. (laughs) I know. We're, like, so saturated in it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're going to be, like, saturated in it afterwards, like, especially with comedy. Like, so many people, like, it's something that the entire world is experiencing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. to, like, not acknowledge that 
so like I understand why some people would want to like work on other things but it's some it's like all consuming right now and I think it's gonna have like a ripple effect and like this hasn't really ever happened before yeah it's gonna be a really different landscape I think when we all come back to it just in general like comedy aside the just life is gonna be different (laughs) after this I feel like hopefully for for the better I would hope what I'm hoping is that it gives people a renewed sense of empathy um that people are able to appreciate what they have and understand a little bit at least what it would be like to have less than they do yeah I know I think the empathy is like a big lesson especially for like groups of people who normally would be like lifted above this situation by their financial means where they're like I don't have to worry about you know not being able to put food on the table or like my like Mm -hmm. house like whatever like um it is like very much like an equalizer like everyone can get sick and like even though like age was initially like reported as like something that's like your symptoms wouldn't be as bad or you wouldn't be as affected there are cases in like people under 30 that are quite severe so it is like something that affects everybody kind of in the same way mm-hmm. oh, I'm ready for it to be yeah. over <laughs> me too um I know yeah that was uh that was a doozy and then um my like Friday um thing so I already knew a friend of mine was putting forward a um like she had organized to do like kind of a trivia night over zoom and my like goal that I set like going into it was that I was going to be in a really positive good mood and like usually when I like leave the house and I know that I'm going to have social interactions especially like being an extrovert I know that I like often like get energy from other people and if I'm in a it like can sometimes like I hit, hit this like sweet spot where it's like kind of kinetic where if I'm like in a really good mood and I'm around other people who are kind of like neutral it like boosts them up to a good mood which then puts me yeah. in a super good mood which then puts them in a su- and it like keeps like yeah building. and you get in this like beautiful feedback loop <laughs> exactly so I was like I my intention for this is to just like kind of not put pressure on myself to be in that space but to be like as positive as possible and like have fun and like make people laugh and it was such a fun like I'm not a huge board games person I'm not like I do like trivia but like not like I'm not going to sit down and play like cranium necessarily Mm -hmm. but um it just like it was one of the like most positive experiences that I've had recently it was so much fun and like everyone having their like glasses of wine yeah it was really nice Yeah, I I think that's important um, to be a light for other people right now. Like, yeah. obviously, all of us are going through our own experience of this, and it's not a sustainable thing to be like, I'm going to be everybody's source of light all the time, and I'm not going to feel any of my own negative emotions. But it's yeah. just the setting an intention to put a little bit of light into other people's day right now goes a long way. <laughs> And like yeah. you said, like if people feed off of that and then they give it back to you. Yeah, totally. You give a boost yeah. to somebody else and then they boost you back. It's so nice when that happens. It like puts me in the like best mood ever whenever. Even honestly, sometimes even when I'm like in a good mood and a friend is having a bad time and you have that like challenge to like kind of redirect their mood and like switch the course of their day. And when you like notice people starting to like laugh and have a good time like I feel like I've had that a couple of times where like a friend has been like I've been really depressed lately or I've been depressed today and they've like acknowledged kind of like I wouldn't necessarily even know but like they've acknowledged through the course of like a phone call or a FaceTime that they're like I was having a shitty day and then like this conversation and this group conversation has really like turned my mood around at least for now mm-hmm. yeah And I think it's really important to just focus on, like, each individual moment. Like, uh, I don't know, I guess it's an opportunity to practice mindfulness in that way of, like, 
just pay attention to what's happening right now and honor whatever's happening right now. So, like, yeah. maybe you're in a shit mood or you're stressed or you're anxious or you're panicking, and that is temporary and is only right now, and you can, like, give space for that negative emotion to happen right now, but that doesn't have to be a sustained emotion for the rest of your day. Like, I know for oh, really? me during this whole thing, like, every day has been just a roller coaster. Like, every, every day I go through the whole spectrum of emotions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, I, honestly, I click every box. <laughs> I think that's so normal for right now because you're – it, like, becomes – that like we're literally all Jacob Tremblay in the movie room like our world is as big <laughs> as the room that we are in so when something shitty happens it has the capability of feeling so big and then same mm-hmm. for like good things exactly the, the yeah the same for good things of like uh give space for the little moments of things that are joyous in your day like getting to play trivia with friends yeah, absolutely. It's just, like, so, yeah. I mean, that's all you can really, like, ask for. And I had, um, I have a plan. So I'm out of, I was traveling for work. And my, like, work wife, Lisa, um, lives, like, close-ish to me in the West End. And we always, have you ever, Tracy, are you vegetarian or vegan? No, no. Okay. Not that it matters, um, I, I just realized I've never asked before. But no, I'm not. Um, have you ever been to the pasta restaurant Baldessari? In the no, like I it's on Geary. Okay, so it's like it's this insane restaurant. It's like basically a pasta factory and then they have like four tables for you to eat at. And it's like one of those like classic Toronto, like new hip restaurants that like <laughs> everyone like lines up to go to and they're open from like 12 o'clock until five o'clock Tuesday to Friday. So if you like work nine to five, it's like impossible to like get to, (laughs) but they like, you can either eat there or you can just buy fresh pasta and like other fresh ingredients to like make stuff at home. And uh, Lisa and I would like, sometimes if we were working and our like day was like running errands, we would be like, okay, we're going to build in a pit stop in the West End at lunchtime for us to, like, go and have this, like, treat for us today. And Mm -hmm. right now we're, like, all working remotely. Mm -hmm. So we made a plan for Tuesday when they open. We're going to have, like, um, we're going to have a social distancing date where we're going to walk on opposite sides of the street talking on the phone, and we're going to walk there together. And they're, like, still open, but they're serving one customer at a time. So, yeah. And you have to, like, keep six feet away from each other. So we're doing, like, a pasta date on Tuesday. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, and those moments, like, I've seen um, people now where we'll, like, do the same thing. We stay six feet apart, but we've, like, made the time to, like, stand and talk at, like, a distance. Mm-hmm. And that, like, it makes all the difference to me. Yeah. I've gotten to see a couple of friends during this time and uh, it is so, (laughs) so meaningful. It really makes you appreciate the people that you have. I completely agree. Like years ago, a family friend of mine, um, she like said this thing and I've never forgotten it, but she was like, you should always keep tabs on like the people in your life. And if someone is ever like, if someone calls you, a friend calls you, and their name comes up on the caller ID, and you don't want to answer the phone, like, pay attention to that, because it's an indication of whether or not you want that person in your life, and, yeah. like, obviously, that's, like, ruthless, but I found, like I was saying earlier, like, every time I hang up the phone, I, like, cry after talking to everyone who I've been, like, talking to, because I miss them so much. Mm-hmm. Even me, like, as a as an introvert, like, I don't necessarily need to hang out with people and see people every single day and I recharge and regain energy by being alone. Um, totally. But I miss my people. <laughs> I miss my people I know. so much. Yeah, it's like huge, like huge practice for like just how much we like even bare minimum, like 
people still need to see other people to survive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like human connection is one of the most important things. Yeah. I do feel like uh, one good thing that may come out of this is that people will have a new relationship with themselves and with being alone. That like, yeah. Uh, we're in this kind of unique time where we're sort of taken away from so many distractions and so many things uh, in our usual routine that we're kind of forced to just be with ourselves for a bit. Yeah. Um, one thing that, that I've been uh, interested in during this time is like self-soothing. Oh, like okay. Learning how to comfort yourself instead of seeking comfort from someone else yeah I think uh that's a difficult thing to master <laughs> how to self-soothe maybe some people are better at it than I am um but right. I historically I've never been great at figuring out like okay like you're not feeling good right now like what do you need um so right. I've been trying to like ask that of myself more like what do you need right now like what would make you feel better right now um, like, what do you need to be comforted? Almost kind of trying to look at myself as um, to sort of like split myself into two separate people, the person mm -hmm. experiencing the emotion and the person comforting. Right. And kind of think of it like, okay, what does the part of me that's upset right now need? And then like, what can this helper part of myself do <laughs> uh, to make right. things better? Oh, I love that. So it's an opportunity to practice things like that, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's important. Like um, something I've kind of been thinking about through all of this, because I think that things happen and like everyone has experiences, especially like when bad things happen, it's always good to be like, okay, what's the lesson? And I'm like, <laughs> I know this is so stupid <laughs> and I like sound so dumb talking about it, but I'm in my like Saturn return right now which like I don't know how it's a crazy like a, time I know and I don't know how like into astrology you are but like Saturn is like the planet of hard lessons and like usually people in their Saturn return have like a really negative experience or like mm -hmm. a really big life experience that ends up like changing changing like, the course a, of everything yeah and it's like a kind of like it's known for being a hard time in your life which like I think mm -hmm. you know going from it like happens in the later part of your 20s which I think is a very transitional time anyways which I think is why like obviously getting yeah. to a whole number like getting to 30 is a big deal but I remember reading a lot about it and being like oh I'm really nervous for this like is Saturn gonna kick my ass and um it basically was like it doesn't have to be as hard as it's like made out to be as long as you're paying attention to the lessons that you are like that basically the universe is trying to teach you so yeah if like you fo ignore focus those on lessons, the growth instead exactly and if you ignore what someone's trying to teach you you're gonna have a harder time learning it and that's a shittier experience mm -hmm. and so um like especially you and I talked um before the like live show version of love is everywhere and um about how I don't like to be alone and I like very much am someone who like I stack my schedule and I like don't really say no to anything and I like I'll go for like I'll have like a Saturday where I'll have brunch with somebody and then if they're not available for the rest of the day I'll meet somebody else and then I'll go work on this and then I'll go do that and yeah when you do that you kind of like make yourself the last priority in your life because you're just trying to get from point A to point B to point C mm -hmm. and um, this for me has kind of been a lesson of like if you leave gaps in your schedule, you're making more time for yourself, even if that's, like, cleaning your bedroom yes. or, like, cooking a home meal for yourself. You're, like, taking care of yourself in ways that will make you happier. And I'm going to try and, like, carry that forward and make sure that I don't say yes to absolutely everything just because it's being asked. Like, the other opportunities absolutely. happen later. Yeah. That's a great thing to take out of this is a yeah, yeah the importance of making time for yourself and uh like just being with yourself yeah like you don't have to jam pack your schedule to feel like you're alive 
I, yeah, even like we've, we've talked a bit about this. I relate to that. Like I'm also an achiever person. And so yeah. my calendar looks insane. Uh, it's like <laughs> every day has six things on it. It's like, it's all color coded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm always busy. I'm like always moving, always on the go. Um, and this has been an opportunity for me to spend a little more time, like just sitting still. Like yeah. I've done some things during this time that I haven't done like since high school. Like remember the oh, boredom really? that you felt like when you were like a teenager with nowhere to go. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Like, you've, got, you've got no freedom. You've got no destination. You've got no goals. You know, <laughs> like you're just just being. And like one yeah. thing that I remember doing all the time in high school that I have not done since then is like uh, uh, a CD would come out that I wanted, you know, and I'd, I'd go and I'd oh, buy yeah. the CD and then I would take like the, the lyric book that would come in the front of the CD and I would listen to the whole album from start to finish, like reading the lyrics as I went along and just like sit on oh my, my bed, listen, listen to a whole album along with the lyrics. I love that. And, uh, like I haven't done that since high school and uh I haven't done that exact thing in this time but I did like uh the other day for maybe like an hour I just put on some music and just laid on my bed just looking at the ceiling just being and listening to the music and so I'm like I haven't taken a quiet moment like that in a really long time <laughs> it, like it, it's, it's such a nice, nice. Print, though. yeah what are you listening to um, it was just like a, a playlist of favorite songs of mine. Oh, nice! But uh, yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah, I think music so, is a really important coping mechanism for boredom. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I would encourage like anybody listening to find joy in the boredom. Like, also yeah. like uh, talking about trying to practice gratitude for the things that you are privileged to have like boredom is a privilege you know totally. <laughs> like, sometimes it's hard to look yeah. at it that way but like boredom is something that you are lucky to have the luxury of experiencing exactly and like just like it's nice to kind of relish in the fact that like there is nothing to do and there is nowhere to be yeah. like nothing is important right now other than taking care of yourself exactly and like a lot of people are putting a lot of pressure on themselves like especially creatives to get yeah. a lot done with this time you know like to like come out of this with some sort of like big accomplishment or having achieved something major and I think that that's a lot of unnecessary pressure to put on yourself I think that what right now what however much you're doing is enough yeah. like Truly, you don't have to have accomplished some big giant goal when you get out of this, <laughs> and you no. don't have to have like, you know, uh, as a comedian, like you don't have to have like a really hot ten minutes on coronavirus. You know, <laughs> like you can just just relax, just take the time to like be with yourself and explore yourself, and like from a comedian's perspective, I think that that's a valuable use of time anyway like taking some time to just look inward and be with yourself like uh that's yeah. going to feed into the quality of your comedy on the other side of this right it's so yeah just like catch up on sleep that'll help you be a better performer yeah, <laughs> yeah. get some sleep eat some real food <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Eat oh, anything man. homemade <laughs> I feel so bad for everybody who doesn't know how to cook right now. I know. I had, um, oh, actually, this is going to be the last, uh, the last thing I accomplished. This was like a total fluke. I didn't even journal this down. But I, uh, yeah, obviously, the grocery store, like, makes me nervous because it's like, yes. you know, you can't, like, there's so many more variables yeah. in the grocery store of, like, the general public coming in, touching things, putting them back. Like, you don't know who's sick. So... To me, I was like, if I'm just going to do, like, one of the grocery delivery services, like the uh, chef's plate or whatever. And mm -hmm. um, I ordered good food. 
And for whatever yeah. reason, there was like a mix up and they sent me two boxes of like the same thing. So instead of getting four meals for this week, they sent me eight meals by accident. And um, I was like, my fridge is small. I have a roommate. It's a shared space. She also got good food. So like she doesn't need to be cooking the exact same thing as me. And I was like, I can just, and I checked my credit card. They only charged me for one. So I was like, I'll just give this away. Like there are so many comedians who are out of work. And I like kind of oh, sent like, a little thing. like, yeah. And it, like a friend of mine isn't working right now. Um, and they had kind of mentioned like somewhat their uh, roommate had taken them grocery shopping. So they knew that like food might be a little bit tight. So I was like, I'll just like mm-hmm. give this to you. And then that's my good deed for the day. <laughs> that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful gesture. It was, like, such a nice, like, happy, like, coincidence to be like, oh, I can't give this away now. Yeah. Man, I feel like, yeah, that kind of, like, survival stress is such a particular emotional experience. Yeah. Like, just in general, like, the feelings of insecurity of not having enough money of not being able to put food on the table and stuff is such a particular kind of stress that really just hits you in such a different way than everything else I feel like to go back to the empathy thing that at the very least like everybody's getting a small sampling of what it feels like to live with that kind of survival stress and that that should give you empathy for people who have less than you do. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a mm. stress that's, like, constant. Yes. It never, like, it, it doesn't turn off. It's just always in the back of your mind. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, well, how did it make you feel through this week, trying to put you know what? things it was in a, other people's days? It was nice. It was a little stressful. It was more stressful to put pen to paper to decide what to do to make people's day a little bit better. Uh, but so it was like doing the, it, the setting of the intention. So exactly. was that part? But the execution was easy breezy. Mm-hmm. But I think that that comes from like what, myself and being like how yeah. like it has to be good. It has to be really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Is like, is it a perfectionism thing? Like you've got to pick the right thing and do it the best or is it an indecision thing that it's hard to to land on a decision at the beginning of the day it's absolutely a perfection thing of you know like the stress of like try it to me was similar to like when you're trying to pick a birthday gift for somebody that's sentimental yeah I feel like um the way to get through that is to like really tell yourself like you don't have to be the best at this (laughs) like yeah I know I know you want to be the best at everything you don't have to be the best at this uh putting any good into somebody else's day is a very worthwhile thing to have done even if like if less if listeners at home are going to take this exercise and do it for a week or do it occasionally um even if it's uh today I will make a stranger's day better by smiling at them you know, that's right. enough. That's enough for a day. <laughs> I wish I had known that. <laughs> also, I feel like when you when you set an intention of making a specific person's day better, you're going to just naturally be kind of scanning your environment for opportunities to make people's days better um, yeah. that might be unrelated to the person who's, uh, who made your prompt at the beginning of the day, right? Um, you just exactly. kind of start noticing all the opportunities that you have in your day to improve other people's days. Yeah. It, and it's just like such a nice exercise. It's something easy to like give yourself to do to feel like you're accomplishing something. Yeah. And like in this time where like, like our to-do lists have diminished dramatically. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah, if you're a person who likes having a list of things that you're going to do that day and things that you're going to accomplish and you're one of those achiever 
people like me and and you are, you know, then uh, this is a way that you can fill those gaps in your to-do list. Like if you need to have accomplished something each day, then make uh, set an intention of improving somebody else's day and make that the thing that you accomplish for the day. Totally. Even if it's something small. Especially if it's something small. Because like Mm -hmm. we were saying, like people's world is so little right now that it, might feel small to you because of the context of like you know smiling at someone might not be a big deal in everyday life but maybe for that person it's huge maybe you're the only person that smiled at them today exactly exactly very possible yeah I think that everyone's going through the like same like growing pain of like being cooped up inside and getting a little stir crazy yeah I think um, humans are surprisingly adaptable. And, like, if you think about it, like, whoever you are listening to this at this moment, like, you have handled and gotten through literally everything that has been thrown at you your whole life up to this point. Uh, If you're still here, you got through it. Right? So we're adaptable. And you can deal with things, and you will make adjustments as needed. And, uh, like, periods of change and uncertainty are never necessarily comfortable, right? Um, yeah. But we're we're all going to adjust, and we're all going to get through this. However long this isolation period goes on for, you will figure out a way to make a life for yourself in this context and know that we will eventually get through it, but you don't have to be so, like, if we think of it as, like, the light at the end of the tunnel is us getting out and, like, everything being okay and us being allowed to go back to work and go outside and see each other and give each other hugs again. If you're just, you don't have to be just staring at the little speck of light that you can see at the end of the tunnel this whole time, right? Like, make a life in the right. tunnel. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're in this tunnel for a while you're in this tunnel for like probably a couple of months you know so like make a life in the tunnel (laughs) it's true you have to see the uh the quarantine as half started not half over exactly you know like (laughs) which one's the more positive one is half over better i feel like half over is better a half full of joy (laughs) (laughs) i tried to do the glass half empty but it wasn't working i know you did yeah i don't know i don't know how to rearrange that thing for this context (laughs) oh man yeah but it's true though that's such a i haven't really thought of that before but the uh the sentiment that like you've gotten through literally everything before this in your life like you can get through this as well is so true and Mm -hmm. so helpful i feel like it's important to remind yourself of yeah. Like there's not there's nothing that you've been through that you haven't gotten through. So Yeah, I think I'm going to write that in my journal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, something I remind myself of when I'm feeling anxious is like you are okay and you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's an important thing to remember right now. Like yeah. you are okay. Like it even even though the circumstances of the world and all of our individual lives are kind of upside down right now. Like Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things, like you are okay in this moment. Like you're living a very first world life right now. You're just listening to a podcast. Um, (laughs) So so, like how beautiful is your life that you're just like hanging out, listening to a a podcast. (laughs) And maybe if someone in the future listening to it after quarantine is fully over and COVID's a thing of the past. Yeah, right? What fun, free life to be living. Yeah. How is it outside of the tunnel? Exactly. Oh, Oh, boy. Well, uh, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Oh, so nice. Ooh, spicy. Um, how did, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Aiden, I, I think you are very talented. That would be a compliment Ooh, thank you. that I would give you. I think you're very talented. I, okay, there's a quote I wish, I wish, this is 
classic me. I cannot remember where this is from. I feel like it might even be me <laughs> quoting somebody, quoting somebody else. Um, yeah. But it's a, it was originally said about like uh, about music and I, I believe and like uh, having a, an innate talent in music of that. It's like you either hear the music or you don't. Um, oh, and I feel like, and I feel like that applies quite a bit to comedy of like, yeah, you, you either hear the music or you don't and that you hear the music. Oh, I think uh, that's so like nice. The the first time I saw you, um, which I guess would have been at So Fresh and So Clean at Comedy Bar, um, I feel like you would have still been like pretty new in in stand up. Um, yeah, I was. I, you like you would have been doing it like under a year, I I I think. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things where like you you watch a new comedian and and I was just like like oh yeah. Like he's gonna be good. <laughs> like, like he has it. He hears the music. I, oh like, my god, I that's so nice. Yeah, I'm just. It was just like, oh, yep, this is exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I really he's appreciate def- that. You're definitely supposed to be a comedian. You're very funny. Thank um, you so much. And you're also much. just that's like so a. Nice. You're also just like a sweet and lovely person. Like you're just nice to be around and. uh any time that I've gotten to talk to you, I'm happy to have talked to you, and I'm really glad that we got to have this conversation today. Me too. This uh, first of all, this might be the best compliment I've ever received. And, oh, um, <laughs> that's nice. And this this was definitely a highlight of my day. I knew it was going to be really really positive and a nice conversation. We always have such lovely conversations, but I mm-hmm. was it. You know when you're like, I'm gonna have a treat later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was really nice. Thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Thank you for doing it. And uh, listeners, go be nice to yourself and be nice to other people. Maybe set an intention to be nice to a different person every day. Uh, and remember that love is everywhere. <laughs>